Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. If you're new here, I'm Helen. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Okay, team, I'm so excited about this episode today. I've been wanting to record this for a while. We're going to be talking about how I grew my Instagram from about 2,000 followers to over 20,000 followers within the span of about three to four months. Okay, this is going to be fun. I'm going to give you a really comprehensive rundown of what didn't work and then what did work. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. So maybe even take some notes because these are lessons that uh, have been, you know, found through trial and error over like 10 years. (laughs) please. It took so long, but hopefully with these tips, it's not going to take you guys so long to grow your account. If, uh, if this is something you really want to do. So before we get into it though, I want to let you know that our full moon circles are back. Our next one is on Sunday, July 2nd, this coming Sunday. So sign up for our next full moon circle. Link is in the description below. We pull Oracle cards. We talk about the astrology at play touch base with community. I just love an opportunity to see you guys and see your faces like in real time. So it's so much fun. And then I take you through a beautiful guided hypnosis visualization journey. That's really relaxing and deeply transformative. I've found so can't wait to see you in there. Yay. Okay. So let's kick off this discussion with what didn't work as I was trying to grow my Instagram from day one. And just to give you a little background here, I have been a content creator, like creating daily content for, oh my gosh. So I'm 29, literally like at least five to eight years, like every day posting content in my beginning phases. I, uh, I was creating content because I was doing music. So all of my content was modeling and singer songwriter content. And it was much more like influencer style. It was more just like photos of me trying to look pretty. And let me tell you what, the photos were heavily edited and I wish I hadn't done that because now I look back on those photos of myself and I'm like, why did I do that? Cause I don't even know what I look like now. So Um, yeah, that's some inner work that I did there was to just clear up the fear of being seen for who I really am energetically. That's a big part of this. And, um, on that account, I also had bought my followers, which was not a good idea. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know how people were getting away with that so often, but this was probably, you know, I was probably 23 at the time, desperately trying to grow my account, pretty out of alignment. And, uh, Yeah. So I bought those followers and then that account actually got hacked and taken down. And I remember the day that that happened, I was in the wing, which was a co-working space in New York. And it was the weirdest day, like in that space, the fire alarm had gone off. So we were all being evacuated from the building. Someone had set off like a pink, you know, smoke bomb outside for a photo shoot and it had set off the whole building's fire alarm. So we're all getting evacuated. And as we're getting evacuated, I get this email that says I've hacked your account and you're not getting it back unless you give me like a thousand dollars. Anyways, the account did get hacked and it did get taken down. So I had to start completely from scratch. Um, so that's to give you a little backstory on, first of all, 
let's avoid buying any followers. I don't even know if you can do that anymore. And um, if you find that you're still heavily editing your photos, I would encourage you to to work on the energetics of that and and move beyond that, which is where honestly doing reels can really help getting comfortable letting yourself be seen. But those were two big energetic blocks that I needed to get through to start creating content more authentically in general. So I really started from ground zero after that account got hacked. And I always think back to that time as such a blessing, such a blessing in disguise, because when my account got taken down, I realized that I had no ownership over Instagram. Like if my Instagram got taken down at any point, like all of my work would be gone. So that circumstance actually led me to start the podcast. I remember it was all around the same month. I was like, I need to create my own brand that's not just you know, tied in with Instagram. And I really got to thinking like, what am I actually trying to say with my content? You know, am I trying to just be this pretty heavily edited face, you know, that's just craving attention and applause. Like this can't be it, right? Like what else am I interested in? How else could I make a bigger impact and a more authentic impact and and learn myself more about life and who I am as a woman? That led me to start the podcast just to start researching, honestly, and interviewing people that I was inspired by. And it also got me to launch my website and start a blog on my website so that I had other platforms that were more bulletproof, basically, that I owned and that I felt a sense of autonomy over. So that mindset got me thinking about being a content creator and growing my page more as a business. And I started to get into a more of a business mind and I had a much deeper reason and a why behind why I was creating content. So when I started my new Instagram account, um, many years ago, after this all happened, I really set a strong intention of, I want this to be a space of healing. I want people to come to my page and feel better. That's it. I just want people to find this page and I want them to leave feeling better than when they arrived. That's all I wanted. So that intention really set me up, I think, from day one with a whole purpose and a big why behind it and actually helped me kind of niche down somewhat into being a healing space and a spiritual space for community. Um, So that's it. That's at the groundwork. And then we got into the experimentation of it. Okay. So I was still kind of creating stagnant posts. I was trying to do these carousel posts, but the first mistakes, not even mistakes, but here's what didn't work. Number one was I was looking at to what other people were doing that were working for them. I was like, okay, well they're posting like quote carousels. So I'm just going to do quote roundups and hope that people reshare these quotes. And that didn't work, but I still kept doing it and I kept doing it. And I kept looking outside of myself and to other people to see what they were doing and getting traction on. But you know, what I ended up producing in those early days was not really authentic. It was just parroting somebody else's ideas and kind of taking other people's ideas and following trends. So, I mean, it may have landed with a few people, but I never really got big numbers doing that. Um, I really started to see more traction when my thoughts were coming a lot more authentically. So that the energy there was that I wasn't trusting myself and listening to my own voice yet. I was still, you know, grabbing other people's ideas and trying to repurpose that. So the aesthetic was fine, but it wasn't turning into any kind of growth there. And then the second part of what didn't work was doing the same thing over and over again, even though it wasn't working. I wasn't doing enough experimentation in the beginning. You know, I should have seen that like, okay, these quote carousels are just falling dead in the water. 
no one's responding to this. It's not grabbing someone on an emotional level. Maybe I should switch up the routine. I think I did that for like a year. I just kept doing the same thing that wasn't working over and over and over again. So um, that wasn't working. Number three was, it wasn't really clear what my page was about. Like, I guess if you kind of scrolled through it in the early days, like you would have seen like, oh, she's into healing and spirituality and, you know, all these things about wellness, but it wasn't really clear. So the mistake that I would have made there was not niching down even more. Like it was just very unclear what my platform was for basically. And I don't think that was going to have anybody really staying and sticking around to see more. Number four was... I wasn't really, I definitely, it was way before reels and before videos were coming out. It was still all just like photos, um, you know, a few years ago. So I wasn't doing any speaking and I wasn't creating a really human connection and a, and a vulnerability yet in any of my content. Like I was doing some writing here and there, but I wasn't speaking directly to my community. I was really focused on how I looked. I was trying to get the perfect photos, um, and just kind of still posting a little bit like influencery. And I think that, you know, if I had been more vulnerable and peeled back the layers a little bit more of who I really was and, and told stories more, I would have had a better outcome there. Um, but I think I missed out in the earlier days on creating friendships in community and, and having deeper conversations in the DMs. I think it was more self-centered in the beginning than it is now. So it was more about me. It was more about like, you know, I want likes for my ego. I was still in that space. So that was not working. Like just wanting the likes that was not working. Okay. Um, and not being vulnerable that wasn't working. And number five kind of relates to the other one was just doubting my expertise and my experience. I, I felt like I was still dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome and people can feel that energetically. I think I, it goes back to like copying other people's content a little bit. Like I just, you could tell that it wasn't fully my voice yet. You know, there were little hints of it coming out, but I, I didn't quite trust myself to say something that would have a lot of impact yet. So I was still hiding for sure. So those are the five things that did not work in the beginning. Okay. Here is what did work. Here's when the juice started to flow. Okay. First of all, I realized that I, I needed to start looking at at, at this Instagram content creation thing, truly as a, a big part of business. Like I remember I started to take this seriously, probably in 2020, I really was like, all right, I want to start a business here. It was when I had first started to travel out to California, right before I got to Topanga, I had definitely started becoming an expert much more in a much more real way. I was getting certified in a ton of things. I just really started to trust my expertise and all of my learnings. And I was like, okay, now I know what I want to say. I have something to say. I'm like ready to take this up a notch. I'm ready to take this to the next level. I have a deeper why here and I'm ready to make this not about me anymore. I'm ready to shift this into a sense of community more. So with that mindset, a couple of years ago, I realized I needed practice. I needed to start treating content like a business and I needed to be showing up every day, just like I would for a job basically. And I started to reframe my thinking to, um, you know, it's like working out, you know, consistency with your content is essentially putting in the reps. Like you're going to get better and better and stronger and stronger, the more reps that you put in and you're going to realize what works and what doesn't work, you know, a lot faster. If you, if you post like twice a week, it's going to take you five times as long to figure out what works. But if you're posting every day, you're going to get a much faster insight on what's landing, what's not landing, how to, 
course correct all these things, you know? So I was posting every single day and I was kind of, I would even take down what didn't work and try other things, but I was fully in the student's mind. And I knew that I could not expect overnight success. Even though I wanted it in the beginning, I was like, I'm just going to go in as a student and I'm going to experiment until I find my voice and I find my unique path here. But I let myself look silly and dumb, like in the first days there, in the first year really of, of seriously creating content like a business every day. I knew that it was gonna annoy people. I knew that I was gonna you know, have people unfollow me or that it wouldn't land with you know people, especially as I shifted away from music fully into the healing world. Like 2020 was the year where I just made a radical course correction in my life and I realized that music was just part of my you know, first chapter really pursuing a career in music. And then it was time to shift because I was, I was a lot happier in this space than I am, am now. And this is really my life's work. So I just accepted that that was going to be part of the process was like a shedding process that some people were going to fall off. Some people were going to be annoyed with me and that was okay. I just had to let go of like, you know, trying to please everybody and realize that you know, this content, it was going to reach the people it needed to. And it was okay. So if, if I could just move out of my own way and just remember, like, nobody really cares that much, which is easier said than done. But it really helped me to just get out of that thinking of like, oh my God, I'm worried that, you know, this person's going to think this. So yeah, I treated it like working out every day, consistency with that. Um, so is it going to hurt you if you don't show up every day and you don't post every day? Not necessarily, but it's, it is going to take longer to get into a rhythm. And I think you're going to be holding yourself back from really valuable experimentation and insight if you're not posting every day. Cause I think you really have to make a choice at the end of the day. Like, do you want to take this seriously? Do you really want to grow? And what is your, what's the impact of this going to be? Um, I treat like creating content is a part of my job. Totally. So second, second thing that does work here, I would say to act immediately upon an idea, write it down immediately. Like I always have a ongoing notes app with ideas that come to my mind. And as soon as I get an idea, it's at least written down, if not recorded. Like if I'm not really made up and ready to record a video, I won't do it quite yet, but I will record it within like 12 hours. So I would just act immediately upon a download. Don't you know, question yourself, just get used to sharing like stream of consciousness, whatever comes to mind, share it. You know, like every time I post my daily reel, it's usually just some kind of insight that has come up organically during the day of like, oh my gosh, this sparked a new idea. I think people would benefit from this. So, um, yeah, just take immediate action on the ideas that you have, because if you just let it sit there for a week, it's just old news, right? So just take, take action on it fast. Um, number three, <laughs> some of these are maybe a little more superficial, but they are important. Remember that when you show up online, you're going out in public. So get clear on how you want to show up. You know, in the beginning I was like, I was kind of getting exhausted, I think by creating daily content. So I would start to show up like kind of sloppy, like not great lighting, or I'd just be like, well, I have to post, I'll just post anything. Just remember that everything that you do is a drop in your bucket there and it all matters. So like 
you know, even I, I certainly have days where I'm off or like a video isn't really high quality. And now I'm like, I'll take it down if I don't really like it. Cause this is your portfolio that you're putting out there. You want to be proud of your work. So make sure that you feel ready to present yourself in whatever way that's going to be. Just have it be intentional. Like it doesn't mean that you have to be dressed up to the nines and have makeup on at all. Nothing like that. It just means just be intentional. Like if you want to show up in a sweatshirt or in your PJs or no makeup, just make that your vibe make that an intention, make that part of your brand. So I know that I feel really confident. Like I know that if I'm going to be talking about business advice, for example, or career advice, I feel powerful when I'm like in a blazer or when I'm like, I I, I look good. You know, if I'm talking more vulnerably or I'm on a hike or something and I just get an idea that's I'll, I'll record from that place because I'm more in that environment and I'm giving that particular message, but it's always intentional. I don't, I try not to put things out. That's just you know, sloppy or not intentional, you know? So you, you guys let me know if I am putting out sloppy content because I've I've always tried to improve, right? It's like, we're always going to, it's a lifelong kind of creative process here. And I'm sure that the vibe is going to change, but I'll, that's all to just say, just be intentional because this is basically going out in public. Does this sound like you? You've hit a plateau in life, but just don't know where to turn. It's like, you know, you're ready to feel better, but how do you do that? I know what that feels like to basically throw everything at the wall without getting results, feeling frustrated with trying yoga, breath work, journaling, exercising, even therapy, but nothing seems to help. That was me five years ago. And if you're like me, you're ambitious, you're ready and willing to change. You know that it's possible to lead a happy and fulfilling life. And you know that you could feel confident, but you just don't know where to start. This is exactly why I offer the confidence mentorship. Our work together is to bring loving awareness to those limiting beliefs and alchemize them so that you can finally step into the woman you've always known you could be and bring you back home to yourself. What I love about this 16 week program is that we initiate huge action in your life to help you evolve into your highest self at 10x speed. It has been absolutely amazing to see my clients literally quantum leap from week to week. So if this feels like a full body, yes, you can book a free clarity call with me. The link is in the description below and I'm so excited to get to know you. Thanks for listening back to the episode. Here's okay. Here's what it boils down to. If your video goes viral, are you going to feel confident in that video? Cause I have a couple TikToks right now that are kind of like spiking and I'm just like, man, I wish I had been a little bit more intentional with how I showed up. Um, and you know, got my lighting right, all those things. So it does matter. You know, when people say to me, like appearances don't matter, they do because it's, it shows how you take care of yourself, how you hold yourself and how much you respect yourself to show up intentionally. So again, if you're going to show up in sweatpants, just make it a vibe, like make it intentional. Yeah. Okay. So number four, get clear on what exactly you're giving to your community. Again, remember that when you're creating content, it's not about you. It's about being of service, unless you're doing more influencer style content where it's like a diary of your life, then it is all about you. Like it's your show, right? So that is a whole separate thing. But for people that are running soul led businesses, for example, or, you know, if you're doing anything that's, that's service based and you're building a business of any kind, remember that it's about your community and what you can give to them, what kind of value you can give to them. It's not about your accolades. It's not about you like 
showing off, I guess. And this is, I'm only saying this because I've been in that mindset where I'm like, I want to, I want applause. I want the likes. I want people to think I'm beautiful. I want this, this, and this, which is, you know, still true on some level, but, um, it's much more about, I want somebody to save this video and I want this to change their life on some level. So just remember like when it's not about you and it's about your community, the whole thing changes. Like people can feel that energy and, um, it, yeah, it's really, it's an act of service. And in that same vein, think about what the takeaway of your message will be every time. So this is all about intention. Before you hit record, ask yourself, what do I want the takeaway of this video to be? If someone were to write down a one-liner note about what they just took away from this or bullet points from this, what are their takeaways going to be? Yeah. So shifting from yourself to being of service to your community, I think is number four that really helped me get it right. Number five is get straight to the point. Oh my sweet Lord there. I, I, if this is like the one editing tip that I can give you guys get straight to the point, I can't tell you how many people kind of show up, um, you know, just as I'm scrolling and they, they're either taking a big breath or they're kind of bantering before they're like, Oh, how's your day guys? Okay. We're going to get into this. I scroll away, right? Like, it's like, you got to from a perspective of like, how do we get people to interact with our content? You got to grab them right away. Like get to the point right? Cause we're, we're all scrolling on our phone. So what kind of, what's going to grab the attention of your community right off the bat. So literally cut out the breath before you start speaking like that, that detailed, like cut out those long pauses or those moments where you're trailing off and you're unclear on your thoughts, like get used to getting in a rhythm of being really clear and straight to the point with your editing. Um, yeah. And honestly, this is where rehearsing your content can really help. So if I've got an idea for an advice segment, you know, uh, I will usually do a take where I'm just kind of hashing it out, but then I'll really make that like a little rehearsal. Like, okay, I want to make sure this is as clear as possible. I don't want to be hemming and hawing on the video. So I'll do a little mental rehearsal or I'll just literally rehearse it a couple times before posting it because I want it to be as straight to the point as possible and as clear as possible. So it's you think of it like you're doing a little performance here. Performance sometimes requires uh, a nice little rehearsal. So yeah, get straight to the point. I think that's the most important tip I can give you. Number six here, niche down, because this is going to be turning people that are passive watchers just on the for you page to people that want to follow you. Niching down is nothing to be scared of. And it doesn't mean you have to talk about the same thing in every single video, but it just means here's the intention I'm setting for this community. So my niche is confidence really. And confidence is like the umbrella that contains spirituality and wellness and showing up in leadership and deepening your relationship with yourself. Confidence is just kind of the umbrella phrase that helps me to create content that's more intentional and specific. So I want people to know when they come to my page, they're going to feel more confident when they leave. They could click on any video and it's basically going to help them feel more confident and more empowered and more centered and grounded and more in love with who they are as a person. So that is my umbrella there. So niching down is really going to help people to also come back to you for more as an expert and also like kind of create, it's going to help you create more like binge worthy content so that they know like, oh my gosh, all of these videos are going to be right up my alley. This is exactly what I need to hear. So niching down, you know, it's not to put you in a box and your niche can evolve and change because you're going to evolve and change. But this is just seriously, the biggest message here is intentionality. Like, what are you saying? You know, like what, what's your, why, why, why do you want people to be here? 
Number seven. Okay. When something does take off and it will, the more you keep going, something is going to take off for you double down on it. So this is where my account spiked. So I was trying a lot of different things and, um, you know, I, I know the first point was like, have original authentic content and don't hop on the trends and stuff, but like trends can absolutely be the frameworks for your authenticity. So I noticed that one of the trends going on or one of my, a few of my favorite creators were saying, you know, doing their advice segments. So I said, Oh, you know what? I'm in my car right now. I'm just going to make a quick video on the advice I'd give to myself as a 25 year old. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, Oh, this, is, this could help someone to feel more confident. I have a little story to tell. I'll talk about it. Um, it was just one of those you know, kind of passive contents that I was just trying things, experimenting that took off. That was the first video to pop off for me. And that was a, a few months ago, I suppose. So once I realized that that was working, people really liked that. And it was helpful to hear a story told in that manner. Um, that's when I was like, okay, I need to make this a segment. So that was really the first thing to really stick you know, that I was like, okay, people are truly saving this. They really want to see this. And there'd be a, there'd been a couple things that were sticking. I knew one thing that was sticky was giving five points, five how to tips on how to build your confidence. I knew that was working. So I was doing more of that. That was helping a little bit, but I didn't really hit a major spike until the advice segments. And that is not going to work for everybody. You know, that just happened to be a framework that I was able to authentically put my secret sauce into. And there are going to be frameworks for you that are going to be awesome as well. Like maybe one of your segments ends up being like, um, you know, here's my rising ritual and you film your rising ritual or your morning routine every, every week on a Monday or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you never know exactly what's going to land super well with your audience, but the more you try, the more you're going to have more insight into that and something will, will send it off, you know? And then when something does, you can make that into a segment. So now I have these advice segments and that's something that I can repurpose, you know, kind of forever. It's kind of an infinite loop. You know, I can give advice for all of the twenties over and over and over again. And then now I can, you know, branch out into here's some career advice for you, or here's my advice for blank. So I'm realizing that people are coming to me for advice and it makes complete sense. It's so amazing how it makes complete sense because I'm a mentor, right? Like people hire me to give advice. So it couldn't be more authentic and in alignment for that to pop off. So think about your why and think about what kind of series would be most in alignment for that. Like if you are an artist, you know, if you're a singer songwriter, maybe that means you are putting up an original one minute track like every week or something like that. Or maybe you're showing people how you produce a song. Maybe you're taking them behind the scenes as a day in the life of you as an artist. I, my buddy Leah makes, um, these great TikToks on like a day in the life as a rock star. Cause she literally is a rock star and it's so fun to see her day in the life. So that's really authentic to her. Um, you know, things like this. Think about what would be authentic, an authentic way to tell your story and to have someone come away with a great takeaway, right? Um, okay. So again, double down on it, monitor what kind of content does best. And number eight there is to create buckets of content that you can rotate out. So there were three things that were working really well for me. It was the advice segments. It was, um, the mindset shifts. Those videos usually do quite well, like reframing a self-limiting belief into a positive one. So I doubled down on that and made that kind of a series and, um, the EFT tapping ones have been doing well. So I'm making those more consistently. And then sometimes 
And then there's room to sprinkle in whatever else you want to, even if it doesn't mean it does really well. Like I really like to do sometimes like static posts where I write poetry for you all and just have a sharing time. And I feel like that connects with an audience on a, on a whole other level. So, um, keep that in mind too, that it doesn't all have to be tailored to like taking off, like keep your, keep your, um, your authenticity in there, even if it's not meant to like be this viral piece of content, because that's part of who you are. That's part of the web of your brand. Yes. Okay. So buckets of content. Yes. Notice maybe the top two or three things that are working and just keep rotating that, rotating that out and using different little pinpoints there. Um, number nine, here we, here we go. We're going to talk about patience. This is a marathon and not a sprint. It took me years to develop this natural cadence in which I wasn't getting burnt out. It took me years to learn the tips and tricks of editing and to become better at speaking on camera and to get over any kind of performance anxiety. Once I got through the energetics of like the performance of it all and feeling kind of like an imposter at all, I just started to not give a fuck. I was just like, okay, here we go. This is just my job. It's my job to show up every day. And the, I started to just release the emotion out of it completely. Like I don't feel any type of way about posting anything anymore. Like it's just, it's going up. It's fine. It's just, it's not, it's not so emotional. It's just logical. This is my job, right? So once you hit that mindset, that's really the law of detachment. When you stop being so attached to the outcome of this and stop being so obsessed with the numbers, it really does have a profound effect. It really is one of the the laws of the universe is this law of detachment, like not being so, you know, placing all of your value as a human being on the number that's going to show up. That's when it really does come into alignment. And it's so funny because when my first advice segment video did take off and I think I spiked, you know, to 10,000 followers in like a couple weeks, um, it kind of felt like nothing to be honest. I remember just waiting for this big celebratory moment, but since I had been approaching it from such a logical business standpoint, I was just like, cool. Like obvious this had to happen. Like there's no way this couldn't happen. I've been working toward this for so long. Like it's just part of my business. It's just a good marker of that. Like I'm doing well business wise. But what I really care about is that these, you know, new followers become deeper relationships and that we actually shift from followers into community. Like I want the, all of these people in my DMS having conversations, you know? So it actually doesn't mean that much to me that there are 20,000 followers right now, unless I'm having a deep connection with them, which is certainly happening. But Again, it's just, it's about the deeper connection here. Um, It actually, it might surprise you, but it didn't make a huge difference in my income and in my mentorship business per se to have the spike of followers. You know, you might see somebody skyrocket to like overnight success. It might seem and like, oh my God, their business just transformed overnight. No, it's still like you, it's about deepening relationships. Like some of my buddies who have like 2000 followers, maybe a hundred followers even, if they've got deep relationships, their business is doing well. It's about the depth of the the relationships and how much people trust you with their emotional experience that's going to make the the transfer. So, my intention really even now is not even building a bigger audience. It's about how do I get the audience that is new here to know, like, and trust me so that we can build more like friendship here. And that can form into like more people tuning into the podcast, more people in our full moon circles. So 
it's just interesting. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Even when you do have a spike, like it's still about deepening those connections with people coming in anyways, right? So yes. So that's just something to say about the energetics of that. Um, it's also remembering that your Instagram is, this is our 10th point here. It's remembering that your Instagram I don't know if you guys have heard Mel Robbins talk about this, but your Instagram is for your dreams and your goals and your aspirations and perhaps for your business, for your highest self. It's for you to embody your highest self. It's not for your nosy high school friends. It's not for your friends and family that might be like kind of like cringed out by you. This is for you. This is for your evolution, for your creative expression. And I honestly think of Instagram and social media, TikTok, whatever, as an amazing opportunity to work on the throat chakra, to clear out the fear of being seen. It can be a very spiritual practice to practice letting yourself be seen, expressing yourself authentically, so on and so forth. So let this be a chance for you to explore how you show up as your highest self. Yes. Okay. I find that I'm creating yes for my immediate community, but my goal when I'm creating content is to also always be reaching a new audience. Like I want to be seeing in my analytics that I'm constantly hitting the explore page as well. Like this is for my highest self that is on the next level consistently, right? Okay. 11th point here, second to last here on what does work is that consistent branding is really key. Branding is like subliminal programming for people. So what makes us feel safe? What makes us feel safe is consistency. We feel safe when we can trust that when we go to somebody, we're going to get, we're going to feel safe. And we're going to know what to predict. It's predictable. It feels comfortable. It feels like a warm hug. We know what the vibe is going to be like when we enter this, this vortex with somebody, right? So that literally translate into having consistency and predictability that is going to build trust on some level on every level with your audience. So that comes down to using the same colors and the same themes, the same fonts, the same styles, the same kind of, um, segments like the advice segments, for example, like that creates trust with an audience because they can feel safe with you. They're like, I'm going to come here and this is what I'm going to get. And this is, you know, a happy zone. And you can of course always keep evolving, but keep it in alignment with your branding because your branding is building a subconscious relationship with your audience that's saying, you can trust me. This is what you're going to get when you're with me. This is the vibe, you know? it really, really makes a huge difference. Like if I were to just show up tomorrow with all these bright pink colors and crazy different fonts and a whole different, a whole different thing, people would be like, what the heck is going on? I don't feel safe with her. What she's going, she's going wacko. Like what's going on? You know what I mean? So I think we can all think of creators and brands and you can actually think of like what colors they use and what the feeling is like and what they rotate through. And of course there's a beautiful element of surprise of human nature that always comes in. But like, you know, how do we make somebody feel like they can trust us and feel safe with us? I think that's really important to keep in mind as well. Fifth and, uh, not fifth and final, 12th and final, have fun. Like this should be fun. You know, you know, even if it is for your business, like, first of all, your business should feel fun. Otherwise maybe you're not in the right industry, but remember this is supposed to be fun and this is to help you explore your creativity. It can be a time to just lean into your purpose and explore your purpose and work on a lot of emotional and spiritual clearing as you continue to show up. And if you feel a burnout coming, 
it's okay to take a break. Yes, consistency, but take a break. Take a break. You know, I call it like uh, Marley always called it like a think week, who was my former business mentor. You know, call it a think week and take a week to rebuild your inspiration and just hit the reset button. It's okay. Take a break, but don't quit. Don't quit. The final note that I'll leave you is it with is the ones who win are simply the ones who don't give up. I think that applies across the board. Discipline and consistent delivery is going to beat out talent pretty much every time. I love to use this, you know, analogy of looking at pop stars. You know, Katy Perry is one of the biggest pop stars in the world. She's arguably not the best singer in the world, but she just didn't give up. She's just at the top of her game because she keeps showing up. She's consistent. I'm sure there are a ton of people out there who are amazing singers, better singers probably, but the ones who hit the top are not necessarily the most talented per se, They are the most disciplined though, and they're the most consistent. So never doubt that you showing up every day and consistently, whatever that looks like for you, um, is going to win out in the end. It's just an inevitable process that you're going to keep learning and growing and something is going to resonate. So just don't give up literally like that's it. Um, and remember again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So this doesn't happen overnight. The first reel that you make isn't probably going to go viral, like give it some space and time to breathe. And you're going to look back on realize why it had to take some time to, to have some space and breathe. You know, um, you're going to finally be ready to handle it and it's not going to feel so like this big monolith, you know? So I think that is what I'll say. I'll leave you with that one. Thank you so much for being here and tuning into this episode. I hope that this was helpful for you. Send me a DM on Instagram at Helen Denham underscore. Let me know what your takeaways were, if you're feeling inspired. And of course, if you feel like a buddy might benefit from this episode, please do share it to your stories or send it to them. Okay, my darlings, have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye for now.